Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode 107 of the Poke Tower Podcast. I'm your host, Gengar Greasy, and if you're new here, we are a collectibles podcast. We primarily talk about Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball, and Digimon card games, but we also venture off into lots of other things to include video games, Funko Pops, and all sorts of other collectibles. So if you're into that, take a listen. We do have a special live audience today. Uh, It's been a blast doing the shows live, so we'll say what's up. We got Alpha, Ivan, and Eddie. Thank you guys for showing up early and on time. Appreciate it. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, like we always do, Um, but I wanted to... First, say thanks for the box break last week. That was good. Halloween box break was fun. It was different. If you missed it, we actually did more than what we said we were going to do. So we did the Halloween. We did the Tops Fright Flicks. We did the Tops Goosebumps. But on top of that, I also opened three packs of vintage Digibattle packs, um, which uh, we did we did fairly well on. So <clears throat> that was good. Yes, I hope you guys had a good Halloween as well. Thanks, Ivan. Um, the other thing, so that was that was good. The box break was good. The other thing I wanted to talk about was something that I saw on social media, uh, one of my social medias. Um, someone made a post um, complaining, normal stuff, right? Uh, complaining about the state of trading cards and how things are different than what they used to be and that Anyone that that makes content now, all they do is talk about the value of cards. Uh, everything is about money. Uh, it's not the same as when we were kids, where you were just buying packs and ripping through them, and you didn't care what you got. Um, <clears throat> CT, what's up? I took some time to think about that. I took a lot of time to think about it because I I understand where that person's coming from, um, but I wanted to add my two cents on it on onto it, and it's not probably not what you think it is. Um, but to me, I started this podcast to help people become better collectors because people were interested in what I was doing. And they're like, how do you do that? So I made a podcast around what I look at and how I collect things and what I'm looking for, right? Uh, my, my process. That's what this podcast is about. It's literally about stuff that I'm studying every week so that I can continue to increase my collection and also, you know, sell the cards that I don't need. So that being said, um, I think, I think it's, I think the game has changed. I think if you're not, if you're not worried about the value of your cards, the value of your collection, and you don't pay attention to the analytics and the stats and the numbers that say, Hey, this would be the smartest thing to do with your money. This would be the least smartest thing to do with your money. I think that's very irresponsible. I think it's a very irresponsible thing because we're all grown-ups here. We're all adults here. Um, and that's the difference between now and then. How come we can't just open packs up like when we were kids and it didn't matter what the money was? Well, someone cared about the money. It just wasn't you because you were irresponsible. You were a child. You didn't know any better. But your parents, the ones who cared about you, definitely were conscious 
of the prices they had to pay to get you what you wanted, to, to get something for their kid to make them happy. Parents think about this stuff. I think about it all the time. When my, when my kids want something, I have to consider what that's going to cost me, how long I have to save for, how long is it going to last the kid, right? How much happiness will it bring them? Probably unlimited amounts, right? But you have to think, can I partition my money to this? Because that's what responsible adults do. They budget their money. You pay, you pay attention to your bank account, don't you? You don't just like say, hey, whatever's in there is in there. That would be irresponsible. Um, so unless you're a millionaire or you're a child, I think it's the smartest thing you could possibly do to pay attention to the value of your collection and pay attention to the stats and analytics surrounding your collection. Um, because a good parent should make money. And a good parent should be worried about making good financial decisions, right? Um, if you're out, you know, because the game is different. You know, we're, when we were kids, you might have got one pack off the shelves. When I was a kid, I didn't get booster packs. I got starter decks. And I didn't know that they were the same freaking cards every time. I just kept getting starter decks. I was like, what is this, you know? Um, so it's different because now we have adults buying things by the dozens buying things by the case. Wouldn't you like to know if there's any money that's going to pay you back for that? That's the responsible thing to do, right? Um, so that's my thoughts on this. Um, I think I think the game is different and I think it's smart. I think it's smart to track the progress of your collection. I think it's smart to progress your pools and make sure that, you know, hey, this is a profitable thing or maybe I shouldn't be spending so much money here. Right, because if you're not aware of how much money you're spending, you're not aware of how much money you could potentially be losing. Um, now, just because I give this information, you know, that doesn't mean that I support like scalping, and it doesn't mean that I support any of the stuff that involves being greedy. That's not that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, you know, I don't think adults should be complaining about the value that everyone's worried about because they're adults. They should be worried about the value. Uh, because the second you can see the numbers on a sheet of paper and you're like, wow, I didn't realize I spent $3,000 on trading cards and I only got 1000 back, right? I just lost 60% of my money. When you see it on paper, you start to think differently. But if you're just carelessly ripping, it's all about the hunt, it's fun, that's great. If you're a millionaire or you're a child, that's the best life you can live. But if you're a responsible adult who has to budget their money, you should be paying attention to these numbers. You should be tracking it, just like anything else you do in life, right? Um, so that's my two cents on it. That's the point of this podcast. Uh, when I saw that video, I was just like, you know, I disagree because times have changed, right? Um, and times are getting tough, right? People are losing jobs. Uh, and my hope would be that anything I've taught anyone on this show is, hey, if I need to make money right now, I can gut my collection and get back on my feet, and then I'll go get it back later. I've, if I've taught you anything, it's like, that's why, <laughs> that's why it's good to be smart about having valuable cards in your collection, because it may save your butt later on down the road. Nobody wants to get laid off. Nobody wants to lose their job. Nobody wants to sell their entire collection. But my point is, is that if you had a bunch of worthless cards because you didn't care about the value and you didn't know any better, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go if you, if, you, if you lose your job today? 
what are you going to do? And it's like, hey, you can't make any money. Wouldn't you like to know how much your cards are worth then? So to me, um, that's just something that was on my mind. Something I had to get off my chest because uh, I, think it, I think it should be about money, right? Um, it should be about money because you're a responsible adult. And, and at the end of the day, if you can't afford to buy something because you need to put food on the table, you should be aware of that. Instead of saying, oh no, Pokemon cards is about the hunt. It's all about having fun. That's great, but if you don't got the money in your bank account, you shouldn't be talking like that. Pokemon cards is a luxury, okay? It's not, it's not about all the fun and having the hunt and it doesn't matter about money. No, it's a privilege and it's a luxury. You don't need it in your life. And I think that's where people get it wrong. Um, so that's my two cents on that. Um, you know, I don't, I'm not trying to split the audience here but that's just that's just what i think and that's why i think it's important to have this podcast and and share like the numbers and the stats and why we talk about the numbers i need to clarify why we do what we do okay all right moving on we have pack of the week here we go guys all right pack of the week is our segment where we open up one pack per week. Um, and these could be modern sets. It could be packs from last year, two years ago, three years ago. I'm just grabbing packs. And whatever we have is whatever we have. So today, uh, last week we did... Oh, shoot. What did we do last week? Digimon? Did we do Digimon last week? I think we did Digimon, right? We got the Black War Greymon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. I can't remember anything. We got Ghost from the Past today. Ghost from the Past, the second haunting. Now, I don't think we're going to pull a ghost rare, <laughs> so I didn't even share the other ghost rares, but let me, let me tell you right now, the number one ghost rare would be Dark Magician Girl, okay? Then, check this out, if you don't get any ghost rares, the next best card is 379, and that's a Luber, the, uh, the Jester of Despia, and then you have... Um, Number 60, uh, Dugar is, uh, Dugar is the Timeless, and he's at 229. Okay, so <clears throat> here we go. Back of the week. Can you guys see that? Everything good? There we go. Ghost from the Past, the second haunting. Here we Can we get a Blue Eyes? That would be nuts. Here we go. Let's see what we got. This is a smaller pack, too. They only have five cards in them, and they're all foil, so... But uh, this is one of those packs that I that people chase the ghost rares so much that the bulk throughout the rest of the set is pretty much worthless um, because there's so much of it out there. So the more packs you open to try and get the chase cards means the more bulk is out there because people were trying to chase the chase card. That's how that works. Okay. All right. Void. Void Cauldron. Alien Ammonite. Number 97, not number 60. Dang it, okay. Reptilian, Lamia, Lamia. And Ghost Trick, Dulahan. All right, there you guys go. That is it for Pack of the Week. Very short and sweet. Ghost from the past two. I was, deep down, I was hoping we got a Ghost Rare, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. We That was a very high expectation to have. Um, but I like, I like opening Yu-Gi-Oh. All right, guys, that's it for Pack of the Week. 
What kind of podcast? That's my keyboard. What kind of podcast talks about trading cards and doesn't open trading cards, right? All right, here we go, guys. Moving on to Grade It this week. All right. So Grade It, I decided to do something a little bit different today. Um, because the last few weeks I've been sharing cards with you guys, I've been talking about the prospect of selling something, right? The prospect, like you could potentially make this much if you do this well. You guys have to understand that I do this all the time. This is, this is something I do, you know, 40 plus hours a week. Um, so I decided today, how about I share something that actually happened so that I can stop selling you an idea of potentiality. And it's like, no, this is actually a real thing. It's very, you can do this all that you can do it every day of the week. Uh, so that's what we're going to do today. I'm going to show you the card. This is a PSA 10 Sun Goku Donna Divinity SPR from Malicious, Malicious Machinations, Machinations. Okay. <clears throat> this is a PSA 10. I graded three of these. We got 10s across the board, okay? So we're not going to spend too much time looking at the condition. We're going to talk about the actual numbers and how I did on this specific card, okay? Here you guys go. So the market price for the Sun Goku Donna Divinity is $15.21. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, but I shared this card on the podcast four to six months ago. Maybe even maybe even longer. I want to say around March, April, May, I was sharing this card saying, hey, there's some cheap SPRs that I think have superior artwork, superior characters. Um, I think you should go for them. I remember I made a segment on the Dragon Ball segment just for SPRs and which ones I was looking at. Well, I actually bought three copies of this. And I paid $10 each. You can see here, my price was $10 each. That, that's how cheap they were at the time. They're up a little bit now. Um, but check this out. The average price for a PSA 10 is $98.39. This is across like half a dozen sales, right? This is across half a dozen sales. This is not just one or two sales. This is a lot of sales data right here saying $98.39. I sold mine for $89.99. So I actually sold mine for $10 under market, $10 under the market price. Now let's talk about the numbers. Cost of goods, right? This is what it costed me to sell this card. This is what it cost me, right? $10 card. I did a $30 econ grade, okay? And I got it back in about a month and a half. Um, $5 to ship the card to PSA. Now, obviously I shipped other cards, so you could divide this number and make it smaller. I just always drop the five in there just to make it easier on me. Um, so $45 was my total cost of goods. That's how much it cost me to get this PSA 10 Goku right here, okay? The fees for a $89.99 card comes out to $11.92. This is straight from eBay. Shipping the card. Now, I told you guys, I always put $5 for shipping. It actually ended up being $406. So my total profit is 3401. Now multiply that by 3, right? You have 3 of these. You could potentially make over $100 off of an SPR that was $10. <clears throat> that's why that's why we do the podcast. That's why I share the information I have. 
Um, right. And I, I went under market. I was not being greedy, guys. Like you can see, $89.99 plus free shipping. These guys wanted shipping. They're asking for more. I was being fair. So this this isn't it's not a it's not a scalping thing. It's not a it's not a like, you know, I'm just I'm going with market price. I look at the average and then I say, hey, well, what price works for me? Right. What, how much do I want to make? And, you know, thirty four dollars. Imagine making imagine making 40 bucks a day on trading cards. You'd be like, wow, that's twelve hundred bucks a month. For your trading cards, who wouldn't want to do that? Right. You it it you already do this all the time. You do this all the time. This is what you do. This is your hobby. So to get paid 1200 bucks a month, you know, just to do your hobby, sounds like a pretty sweet deal to me. And now imagine selling three, four, five slabs a day, six slabs a day. It multiplies. It's exponential and gains, right? So uh, this, is a, this is a really easy card to break yourself into. It's a very low cost. You're talking $10 to 15 bucks. I'm sure you could still find some for 10 if you if you sent offers and, and worked your way around. I'm sure you could. Um, you don't have to sell for this high either. You know, I came in at $89.99 and it sold right away. So that one's gone. It's done. Um, but that that's just proof right there, living proof of the actual stuff that I do every day. You know, six, six, seven days out of the week. I guess what I'm doing all the time. Um I'm not very rarely will you see me go out and trying to get the three hundred four hundred dollar cards. I can I just don't because I feel like this is much easier. It's less st stressful. It's more sustainable. You can do this all freaking day. You just have to study. You got to study. You got to find out what's hot and what's not. How do you do that? Well, you're in the hobby, so you should already know. Right. It's one of the easiest ways to do it. All right, there you guys go. That's it for Grade It this week. Super easy. Moving on, we got TCG Battle Royale. Here we go. All right, TCG Battle Royale. If you guys don't know what this is, this is our segment about each trading card game that we talk about, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Dragon Ball, Digimon, and their four newest booster set releases. Last week, we had a bunch of new stuff hit the shelves. Um, so this week will kind of be a repetition. We're going to go through it. It's kind of speed round. Um, overall, it is a red week for all trading cards, pretty much. Uh, so here we go. Check it out. Number one this week, if my slides will work. There we go. Dawn of the Z. It's still going to be number one um, because there there is not a card in the Battle Royale that can compete with Bardock. Um, the Alphamon, the Starlights, those come close, but they are still not anything like the God Rare, right? So that's just part of the game. When, when, when Dragon Ball comes out with Fighter's Ambition, it'll change. But for now, Dawn of the Z... The reigning champ at $128 a box, which actually came back up. Remember last week it had dropped to $115. Well, now it's back up to $128. <clears throat> now, case prices are down. Case prices were at around $1,800. They're at $1,711. And the top four cards in the set are down to $2,420, which is pretty crazy because remember at, at one point, the Bardock was actually selling for $2,200 to $2,400. Early and and not often, but it was it was at that price. 
Now you got the Bardock at two thousand uh, dollars. You got the the Vegito at one seventy eight, I think, and then you got the Goku at one sixty nine, and then the the Bardock Secret regular Secret is around seventy. So it stays number one this week because there's just not another set that can even compete. Uh, number two <clears throat> is Digimon Cross Encounter. Now this could drop to number three. This could totally drop to number three behind Yu-Gi-Oh. But you'll see, you know, right now, I think we're seeing exactly what we saw for Double Diamond. I don't know if you guys remember that. But when when Double Diamond dropped, we were like, I remember, I was one of the guys saying, hey, the, the, the Omnimon's going to drop below 500. Few and far between times it did, but it went right back up. And now it's, you know, taken off to a whole new level. Um, now, I'm not saying that's going to happen to the Alphamon, but what I am saying is I remember there were a few weeks where Double Diamond wasn't as ex- as expensive as we thought it was going to be. Um, for example, case prices are down this week for $850. Uh, you got the box price down to $71.75. And the top four cards in the set are down to $884.47. So everything's red across the board, just down a few. A couple bucks here and there, not not a lot, not a huge drop, but it is red in all categories, except for cards that break the $15 price point. There are 15 cards in this set that break the $15 price point, and this is why I love, I love Digimon. Modern Digimon is great. Uh, you have 15 cards that break the $15 price point, but not only that, we know, we know the box odds. So minus this Alphamon, you're likely to get a secret rare and or an alternate art. And then your second hit would be a secret rare and or an alternate art. Luckily, (laughs) all these cards are secret rares and or alternate arts that break that $15 price point. So at a box price of $71, you get two cards that are worth 15 bucks each minimum. Let's just say you get the two worst ones that are 15 bucks. You got half your box's value in two cards. There is not one other TCG on here that can do that with those odds. Now, there are other sets that have more expensive cards, but the odds that you get one in every box is not. It's not there. With Digimon, we know you're likely to get a secret rare and or an alt for your first pool. Your second pool is going to likely be a secret rare and or an alt, right? So you have two chances to get a card in that $15 price point or above. Keep in mind, a lot of these cards, like these two right here, are in the $40 to $50 price point, and they are actually trending upwards. So, and then you can obviously get the Alpha Mon, which is like $600 to $900 right now. Uh, but we just count him out because the odds are so low. But these, your odds aren't aren't terrible, right? They're you can you got a shot. You got a shot much better than any other rarity on this page. Um, and that's that's a great feeling to buy a box for 70 bucks. You get two alternate arts or you get a secret and all, and you're like, look at that, man. I already got $40 back. I haven't even counted the bulk. That's just a great value to you. And it makes it worth the 70 bucks because you're like, hey, I'm not getting wrecked by this terrible set where I only want one card out of it and the rest are trash. You just don't get that with Digimon. So that's why it stays number two because it's a solid set overall. I think this changes very quickly. Once we get more data on the Alphamon, we get more data on the Alphamon. 
prices go up. And I think that's what might, what might happen. What's up, Chase? What's up, Chris? All right. Moving on to number three this week. You got Darkwing Duck. Just kidding. You got Darkwing Blast. Case prices are down to $755. The box price is down to $7146. So very much the same as Yu-Gi-Oh! or uh, Digimon. However, there's a difference. However, there are only eight cards in this set that break the $15 price point. <clears throat> Most of which are going to be a secret rare. And or Starlight Rare. So there's five Starlights, I think, in the set. So more than half of them are just Starlights. You know that those are like one and two, one and three case pools. Uh, it's not likely that you're going to get one. Um, now the top four cards in the set are $1,145. Keep in mind, those are all Starlights. So when you look at the case price, look at the case price. And then look at the top four cards in the set. 11.45. So, you know that, let's just say on average, it's one in every two cases, you get uh, one starlight. So, in a case, you get 12 boxes. So, let's go, let's let's work it back. In 12 boxes, you get six starlights. Best case scenario, you get six, uh, I'm, so, <clears throat> I'm sorry, one in every two cases. My bad. So, every 12 boxes, you get one starlight. So you can buy 12 boxes for $7.55 and get one Starlight. Or you can spend just over $1,000 and get three Starlights. Which would, if you did the math, what's $7.55 times three? What is that? You know I'm terrible at this. Um, $7.55 times three is $22.65. So you can spend $2,265 to get three Starlights. Or you can just go get them individually for $1,145. You could you could get another four starlights for the price of three cases. Yeah, there you go. That, not much on Darkwing Blast. Um, I think I think people gotta. Well, I'll have to check in on the meta stuff here pretty soon. Um, maybe people will start putting stuff together with Power of the Elements. I do know I have a lot of Power of the Elements um, bulk like flying off my shelves right now, so. Maybe things are going to start to come together and then you might see some play sets and or secret rares come up in value because of some new meta, some new tactics. People are trying to build some new stuff. So that's something that can always change. Number four this week. You got Lost Origin. Six boxes for five eighty eight. Box price is up. Box price is up to one oh three fifty two. And the top four cards in the set, four twelve fifty five with eight cards. Eight cards uh, breaking the fifteen dollar price point. Sad. This is this is what sucks though. So you're like, well, this is kind of like Digimon, right? You could you could say it's the same as Digimon. Not really, because you have eight cards that break the fifteen dollar price point. But if you want to go even another step higher, there's only about four that break twenty dollars. So what I'm what I'm getting at with this is that if you bought a box for a hundred bucks. And let's say you pull two two alts at best. Let's say you pull two alts at best. You're still not probably not going to pull. You could pull a secret rare as well because there there are secret rares that don't break the fifteen dollar price point, which is absolutely terrible. You could pull a secret. You could pull an alt, and you could get less than half the half the box back in value. So that's why it's different. Now, if 
if Pokemon was at $70 a box, that's a game changer. That's way different, right? Because now you can kind of compare the value like, well, you know, 70 bucks, but my odds are this. That's not too bad. But Digimon at 70 bucks with 15 cards in the $15 price point and, and higher, right? Like 15, there's only a few. The rest, they go up there. Um, that's a no-brainer. So there you guys go. That's the Battle Royale this week. Everything's red. I give it all red. This is just... This is, it doesn't mean it's time to buy. It doesn't mean it's time to buy, right? Because you have... This is a new set right here. Um, Cross Encounter, new set. Darkwing Blast, new set. Lost Origin, relatively new. Uh, Dawn of the Z. It's just going to be an instant classic. This We're going to keep seeing these box prices go up. So the time to buy Dawn of the Z was actually like a month ago when we told you to, but you could buy now and still do well in the future, but it's going to be at a higher premium. So that really just comes down to what you want to do. All right. There you guys go. That's the Battle Royale this week. Moving on to Pokemon. Here we go. Who's that Pokemon? Covering every Pokemon Booster expansion from the beginning. This week, we cover Pokemon EX Deoxys. I always called them Deox when I was a kid. I like Deox. Um, anyways, one of my favorite legendaries doesn't get a lot of showtime, doesn't get a lot of the, you know, prime time, doesn't get a lot of anything from Pokemon, but a sick. I mean, his story for the video game is the best. When you're when you were playing uh Ruby Emerald Sapphire and you had to get the the freaking miracle pass or whatever uh which you only got via Game Shark or you had got it at like a Toys R Us event uh that you could go to this special island and get a Deox uh or Deoxys. So here you go. Check out the price guide. Organized by price here. Here we go. All right. First up, we got the Rayquaza Regaza, Rayquaza, Rayquaza, Regaza. Okay, anyways, Rayquaza, Rayquaza, I say Rayquaza, Rayquaza V Star, uh, Gold, wow. Let me start over. Rayquaza Gold Star, 328.54. You got Latios, 316. Latias at 150. Deoxys EX, this is a normal form at 124. These are some great cards, by the way, guys. Uh, Deoxys EX, the attack form, 103. I do think his normal form is probably the best form, too, by the way. Uh, Regaza, Regaza, 101 for the regular EX. You got Rockets Raikou EX, they're 95. Salamence, or as my dad would say, it would be a Salamac. <laughs> 85. <laughs> that makes me laugh every time. Oh, man. Uh, Sharpedo EX, 73. Manectric EX. You know, it's funny. is Everyone had this this dude in Ruby Sapphire, but I didn't really like him. 55. You got Deoxys Defense Form, 49. Might be a sleeper right there. And then you got Jirachi Hollow. Oh, excuse me. $45. And that is the top 12 in this set. Let's go ahead and take a look at the pops like we always do, and then we'll go ahead and give our analysis after that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Now he calls him Salamac. That's a real thing. That is a real thing. Why am I not getting a... Uh... Oh, my bad. 
Duh. Here we go. So the top six cards in the set per PSA's pop reports, you got uh, Rayquaza Gold Star, 4710s. Latios Gold Star, 2410s. Latias Gold Star, 2110s. Look at this Deox. This is just sick, though. I love that one. I'm going to have to... I can tell you right now, before we even look at any of the pops, before we look at any of the pops, I can tell you that this is already one of my early favorites, and this is something that I will be looking for on eBay. Guaranteed. Uh, Deoxys EX, and then with the 2110s, then you got Deoxys EX. This is the attack form. Remember, he's got three forms. He's got normal, attack, and defense. His attack form's at 39 PSA 10s, and then he's got the, we got the Rayquaza EX at 30. It's hard to love this one, this Rayquaza EX right here. It's hard to love this one when they got the gold star that everyone knows in the set. Ooh, I keep yawning. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, my gosh. I'm really tired today, I guess. Okay, let's go to the bottom six. Yeah, I can tell you right now, it's not hard for me to, to make a pick here. Uh, instantly, it is this Deoxys EX. That's my top contender. I just like the way the card looks. Um, I'm not a huge fan of gold stars. I don't know why. I don't get me wrong. I like them. I like them, but I just don't fangirl over them too much. I don't know why. Um, whatever. I shiny, shiny Pokemon. Ooh. I don't know. I just it just doesn't speak to me. All right, moving on. This is the bottom six here. You got the Rockets Raikou EX at sixty three tens. You got your Salamac EX twenty nine tens. Sharpedo EX, 3510s. Manectric EX, 3810s. Deoxys EX, 1910s. And Jirachi, this is just a hollow, at 1610s. And on this page, I know uh, I know a lot of people aren't a fan of like this this weird like CGI stuff, but I love it. Um this was probably like so sick when we were kids, you know, and I remember trying to find out like before like strategy guides, you know, and you didn't have money for that when you were a kid. So you just played the game and you just found out who evolved just like because you, you leveled them up and then you see Salamence and you're like, how do you, how do you evolve that guy? How do we get a Salamence, you know? And then uh, learning that he's just like Dragonite, you know, or Tyranitar is kind of the same evolution, pseudo legendary style thing dragon you know can't get him till the end of the game um i'd probably go for this salamac right here probably go for that salamac uh i could see yeah so i could see myself going for the salamence or if i didn't do that i would do this too i would go deoxys um defense form deoxys attack form and deoxys normal like if i could get those three i'd be done with this set i'm like all right good uh, as a matter of fact, let's go ahead and check it out. Let's go ahead and go on eBay just to do a quick look here. Um, let's go Deoxys EX. Let's see what we can find. Wow. 20 bucks. Must be bent right there or something. Something's going on down here. Um, that's not bad at all. 50 bucks. What? Wait a minute. Hold on. What's going on here? Show me something. Oh, that's why. The crease. Okay. Fat crease. Um, let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let's see if we can find one here. 
Mm, that's not it. That's the emerald one. Um, let's see here. This is going back to my tried and true. We just go CGC. We just try that out real quick. All right, let's see what we got. I have this card raw. I don't know why I haven't graded it yet. Um, Salamac, 85 bucks. That's not a great grade. I mean, it's a, it's a poopy grade, but where else? I mean, go look at the raw price. Go look at the raw price and then can think and ask yourself if you think you can grade a better 6.5. Um, okay, not what I'm looking for there. Let's try. And this sometimes this is just how it is, guys. You just have to. Sometimes you get skunked. SGC. Let's see if we got anything here. Let's see, what we got. There's that Sharpita. See, now this is just trash. 3.5 for a 119. Hell no. We ain't doing that. Uh, that you lost me there, buddy. Um, Ooh, 89 bucks. Let's see what's going on with this one. Let's check out this. Light play Deoxys. What do we got going on here? These are just dookie pictures, by the way. It's like, yeah, you got all the angles, but you also... Okay. So right now, it's already looking like an 8 right off the bat. Call that an 8, possibly a 7. Based on whatever he's hiding in the front. This doesn't look too... Yep, there's some scratches right there. But Seven, maybe. Maybe you get a seven. So then, you know, that's cool. Pretty cool. All right, there you guys go. That's a quick look at EX Deoxys. Uh, one of the... I would say one of the rarer, harder to find sets in general. I know we always say first edition base set is king. I know we say like, well, this is the, this is, this is the rare set. Sky Ridge is a rare set. Aquapolis is a rare. This one you actually just don't see a lot of. Um, so I think to have, I mean, look at the pops, guys. They're low. Um, even their nines barely clip 100. So it might be worth looking at. Um, this is a great candidate right here to, to hunt for nines. So you got Salamac, Manectric, Deoxys, Defense Mode, and Sharpedo. Like, look at those nines. Those are really low. Those would be a great one to maybe try. And if you're going to break into this set, you might want to try and go for one of those first because uh, you might find a nine for a cheaper price because what I'm seeing here is there's less demand for them. One, there's less demand. That's why people aren't grading them. Um, two, they might actually be harder to come by. So that you, that's how, if you can find one for a, a good deal... Whenever this comes around and people have more interest in this, you might already be positioned to have some some equity in your card there. All right. There you guys go. That's it for every Pokemon booster from the beginning. I'm guessing next week we do EX Emerald. Is that what it is? I, I guess. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll have to check it out. Uh, but now, moving on to Yu-Gi-Oh! this week. Here we go. All right, guys. Heart... Of the cards. Yes, heart of the cards. Um, this is going to be very basic, very simple. It's actually the cover of our thumbnail today. So we had the blue eyes white dragon. It says Yu-Gi-Oh's tried and true. Uh, the reason I wanted to bring this up is because I think sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we get so lost in the numbers, in the stats, and what's rare, what's not, what's hot. What's hot and what's not, what's flashy, 
what's getting people's attention right now. Um, but sometimes I think sometimes we forget even me. Um, and I shared this months ago. I know I did. I've probably shared this multiple times saying these starter deck hollows, specifically blue eyes, white dragon and dark magician are absolute great plays, great plays. Um, and I wanted to show you the numbers on them. I think sometimes we just get a little too fancy, like, you know, in terms of like novelty, right? It's like, Hey, I know blue eyes, white dragon from, you know, starter deck Kaiba is a big deal, but what about blue eyes, white dragon from, from this starter deck? And it's like, don't get fancy, bro. Don't get fancy. Just do the tried and true. Go with it. There's nothing wrong with sticking to the classics. There's lots of people that collect at very high levels by just sticking to the basics, the classics, the tried and true. Um, and today we're going to talk about the Blue Eyes White Dragon from SDK, right? From Starter Deck Kaiba. Um, unlimited. Not first edition either. And uh, we're not going to talk about PSA 10 prices because I do think that's unrealistic for you to try and find a PSA 10 and grade it. It's possible, but it's not realistic. So I want to talk about the other stuff. And this is the other stuff. The average price raw on this card is $11.40. That was across like... 10 sales. I averaged out the prices. $11.40 on eBay. Now, when we had the Poke Tower top five, remember these starter deck hollows were in my top five for a minute. Um, and I was buying them, you know, 15, 20, 30 bucks, depending on the condition, right? Um, market price on TCG player, you're going to find them at 30 bucks. However, there are lower listings, but it's going to come down to condition at that point. But, you know, Expect to pay 30 bucks and then trickle your way down based on the condition. And then maybe you find a couple needles in the haystack. Hey, I found one for 10 bucks. I found one for 15 bucks and it should have not, it should have been 30. Right. But think about this guys. Econ. Econ has a maximum declared value of $499. Right. That's, that's the max declared value. Let's, let me, let me check that real quick. Um, we need to check that really quick before I give you guys wrong info. Let's maybe it's two ninety nine. Is it two ninety nine? Oh gosh, dang it! Let me see. I want the prices. CT, where you at? I need to find. Uh, oh, price guide. Here we go. Wait, no, that's the price guide. That's not the actual prices. Uh, here we go. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Value. Here we go, value. Not, not econ, my bad. I did not mean econ, I meant value. $30 a card with a declared value of $499 or less. Now, take a look at this. Declared value of $499 or less. Look at this PSA 9 blue eyes. They sell for two fifty nine twenty. Look at the eight one fifty five. Look at the seven one twenty eight, and then look at the raw price, eleven to thirty bucks. Right, on average, on average, you may find some for more, but that's all based on your 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 assessment of the cards. Would you pay fifty if you knew you'd get a PSA nine? Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, fifty dollars plus thirty dollars is eighty. You turn that into two sixty. 
you're 3xing, right? So value, um, value price, 30 bucks. You can grade this blue eyes white dragon for value service level. Because it's likely that you'll get a PSA 7, 8, or 9. It's very likely. Uh, and it's not hard. It's not hard to do. So, you know, do the math. Do the math. Let's say you get three, three blue eyes white dragons for 90 bucks. You get three. And they grade 7, 8, 9. Right? You're talking about 130 plus 160, you're at 290, and then you add another 260, you're at like what? What's 260 plus 290? I, my math is terrible. Um, here, I'll just do the math right now. 128 plus 155 plus 259. You're at $542 for something that costed you 90, 90, 180, 155 plus, hold on, I'm doing math, my bad, 542, 542 bucks for something that would cost you $180 total, right, um, and this is just tried and true, and the pops are high, the pops are high on starter deck Kaiba, however, when you talk about grail cards, and you talk about cards that everyone knows, do I, do I think that a Blue Eyes White Dragon Unlimited is a grail? No. Not, not in its literal sense. But amongst the masses, this card is everyone's grail. Right? Unlimited first edition. Everyone wants one. And this specific card and this specific artwork from this specific set transcends all the pop reports, all that stuff. People just want one. Right? Uh, PSA 7s fly off the shelves for 130 PSA 8s fly off the shelves for 160 PSA 9s fly off the shelves for 260 On average. That's just an average thing. I looked it up today. Um, and I was blown away how easy this is. You can do this over... You could literally only buy Blue Eyes White Dragons and you would absolutely wreck house. Now, you really got to like Blue Eyes White Dragon to do that. I can't do it. Um... I think I bought two or three copies, and I think I gave one to Devin. Um, I do have one coming back, but uh, yeah, it's a classic card. It's an awesome card, too. Like, I love this card. This was, this was my jam back in the day. Like, that and Dark Magician, couldn't beat it. I know there's better monsters now, but, you know, as a kid, it was like, hey, I got something that's on the TV show. But work out your spreadsheets. Do the math. You'll find out yourself. You'll be like, wow, it's, that's ridiculous that people can just go out and buy these all day, grade them, and just boom, 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 boom. You're talking, you know, $60, $70 bills just over and over and over and over. And it's a classic card that everyone knows about. There's no secret here. It's not like, it's not like people don't know about it. There's, 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 you cannot tell me that people don't know about Blue Eyes White Dragon. It's ridiculous. So... There you guys go. That's just, I wanted to touch on the, just sometimes it's best to stick to the basics. It's best just to stick with the tried and true. Don't try to be fancy with your grading. Don't try to be, you know, you don't have to. Sometimes it's good to, to take chances and it's good to take risk. Uh, but sometimes it's just good to go with what works. So uh, take that for what it is. Blue eyes, white dragon from started at Kaiba. 
I'll be looking for some more, of course. Um, yeah, you know what, Ivan? I think, I think the Dark Magician is a little bit, I want to say, less expensive, but that's even on sales as well. I want to say that I'm not positive. Um, I just know that this there's a huge spotlight on this card and uh, dozens, dozens of sales on eBay. You you can't. There's just they go for days. You could scroll for days. All right, that's it for Heart of the Cards. Moving on to Digimon this week. Here we go. Digimon. All right. It is uh it is the end of the third quarter and we're going into Q4 of 2022. I thought we should talk about the top cards in Digibattle. What are they? You can see them here. Um they changed just a tad, just a tad. Uh, if anything, they got a little more expensive. Excuse me. And someone got booted from the top five. Does anyone know who got booted from the top five? Can anyone take a guess on what card made it into the top five of Digibattle and what card got kicked out? I'll give you a second. I can tell you this. Gallantmon was here. Um, I think we covered this three months ago. So I don't know if you guys know this, uh, but every three months, I have a I have a price guide, and I go through every series, and I basically average the prices out. Um, I average the prices out. So what I'm trying to say is, I track the prices of all these cards. Uh, Specifically, the gold stamps and the foils. I don't track non-hollows because I just don't. It would be way too much information for me to store and do on my own. I track foils, I track gold stamps, and I track rated prices of those foils and gold stamps. So these are raw cards, raw prices that you're going to see here. Number five is Gallantmon with uh, Granny at uh, $660. He's he was in the top five and he's still in the top five. He's he stayed. <clears throat> Excuse me. I actually think he came up a little bit. Uh, he came up in price just a tad. This is these are average prices. And again, if you're asking, well, how do you how do you know <laughs> how do you know these average prices? Because I track them year round. Every three months, every three months, literally, like today's the first. I went and checked today. Uh, every three months since like last winter, right? Last fall, I will check every single Digi Battle card in foil and gold and I will add their prices up and I'll make an average. And the cool thing about this price guide that I've made is that as time goes on, we get a better average of what the price actually is. So that what happens is is you won't run into these sellers that say, "Hey, um 4 years ago, I think I remember this card sold for 900 bucks." You're like four years ago, four years ago, it won't happen. That won't happen with this price guide, um, because you guys can message me anytime and I'll, I'll help you out. Uh, all right, so number four is the Omnimon foil at six seventy one twenty five, uh, and 
That's a Series 5 foil, which is crazy that he beat out a Series 6 gold stamp, but it's also Omnimon. Omnimon is arguably more popular than Gallimon. Um, he was also in the top five last time we covered this. We covered this three months ago. We did this three months ago. Uh, he was also in the top five, and he was in the number four slot. So these two actually stayed in the same exact spot. No, th these are current, guys. This is current. These are all current prices. Uh, so this is the one, this is the spot that changed right here was Justimon. So I don't know if you remember, but three months ago, three months ago, War Greymon was here. Three months ago, War Greymon was here. And he was 800 and something dollars. Remember, he was $810. He's out. He, War Greymon foil fell out of the top five. His average price now is down around 500 bucks. And you're like, well, how do you get that number? Well, again, over the, over the course of like 12 to 15 months now, we get a sale on these cards. And every time there's a sale, I put in a new number and it keeps changing the average. So at first, it's like if there's only one sale for a thousand bucks, that's the average. But if there's five sales, you know, one in a thousand, one at 300, one at 500, one at 600. That, that number starts to change and give you a, an average of that number. Um, and War Greymon Foil fell out. So the Justimon, he was in the top 10 last time we talked about this. Now he's in the top three at $770 price average. Big, big jump. I mean, Justimon went from like number 10 to number three. Just boop, came right in. Um, and rightfully so. I mean, I've only seen, I've only seen two of these. Well, this is the third one, actually. This is the third one. I didn't get this one, but I've only seen three in the last two years and I have two of them. Uh, so <laughs> whoever got the other one, you know, they, they paid a lot, but, uh, yeah, 770. So he is the, he is the new number three guy. War Greymon fell out. I got to find, I'll find the picture. I'll find the picture of, of when I shared this with you guys and uh, I'll show you. I'll show you where War Greymon was. But War Greymon was here and his price was 810. He went from 810 down to like 550, I think. And what's crazy is 550 is like in the bottom 10 now. There are, there are cards that are a little bit higher than that. You got Black War Greymon foil at number two and he's at 875.99. His price hasn't changed much. He's been, you know. He's been right around there. And then, Josh, what's up? And then, the number one spot is Lusamon Gold Stamp from Series 6. Uh, he's at $1,121.50. Now, believe it or not, guys, this is like, this is actually a really good number um, because this isn't just one sale. This is like multiple sales now. I have multiple sales information on Lusamon. Uh, and he just consistently performs at around a thousand to thirteen hundred bucks. That's just where he's at. Um, crazy. Uh, but yeah, this is the top five, and I, I think it's sick. I, I I really like this lineup. I think this is a great lineup. Uh, I wouldn't argue this at all. Um, you know, in my opinion, in my opinion, I would put a Justimon Gold Stamp over a War Greymon foil. I would. That doesn't mean I don't like War Greymon. 
I love Wargreymon. But in terms of actual rarity, this is this is a very this is a good representation of, of what you should actually be looking at in, in Digimon. Like if you're like, what's the rarest cards in Digimon? It's like rarest and most expensive. This is a great representation because I have a lot of sales information on all these cards. It's not like one just one sale. It's not like, oh, I saw one sale for for seven hundred and seventy bucks. It's like, no, I've I have multiple sales now. I've have I have like fifteen months worth of data that shows he's actually worth something like this. This is not just a one time thing. This was a multiple time thing. This is a multiple time thing. Um but I figured we'd cover this. We'll probably do this like every three months or so. I think that'd be a great way to kind of check up on things. Um, the the top 10 shifted a little bit, but pretty much the same cards. But these are the top five. Um, and I, I love this. These are some of my favorite Digimon. I don't know. Let's see. I'm not, I'm okay with Justimon being number three. I'm, I'm totally okay with that. I think it's better than Wargreymon. Uh, but I'm trying to think... If I couldn't have Justimon, who would it be? Um, it would probably just be another Series 6 gold stamp. And I would say, like, I would like to see, shoot, they're kind of equal. You know, I've seen I've seen about three or four Ophanimons in the last year. I've seen three Justimon. I've seen three gold Vidramon. <laughs> I've seen uh oh I've seen two Lusamon, but he doesn't count because he's already number one. Uh and then Apakarimons, I've seen like three or four. So it's it's a solid top five. Solid top five. I just I love these characters. Um it's crazy that you got all these megas and then you got a rookie right here at number one. Um but yeah. The more this this price guide evolves, the better we get to understand like what these prices are. And I think that's why Digimon is where it's at right now. I think it's going to get more hip to the prices. I think people are going to start to understand how this actually works and why people value things the way they do. Um, so the more data that I can build, we're going to get a much more honest market over time. I, I do think that those contributions will make a difference, make a huge difference. Um, so there you guys go. I'm really excited to talk about these. I love these cards. <laughs> they're, they're so sick. Uh, but there you guys go. That's it for Digimon this week. The top five cards of 2022 so far. This could change. This could change at the end of 2022. But as 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 November 1st, these are the top five cards. Um, but we'll see if there's any big sales through December that kind of shake things up. You never know. All right. Moving on to Dragon Ball this week. Here we go. Right, Dragon Ball. Uh, this one came from CT this morning. He actually sent it in the Discord. Uh, if you guys can, if you guys are watching on video, hopefully you are. If you listen on Apple, you might want to check it out on Spotify um, or YouTube. But there's a new secret rare for the Fighters Ambition set, Sun Gohan Beyond the Ultimate. Uh, that is a Gohan Beast secret rare. It's got silver foil on it. It looks amazing. And all I want to do was something real short and sweet for Dragon Ball today. So we're actually going to pull up this preview from the Dragon Ball Super Card Game website. And we're going to watch this video because I thought the marketing was sick. Like, they need to get this stuff on TV. 
I don't know if they do, but they need it on TV. Stop putting it out on YouTube. Put it out on TV because this is sick. Like kids need to see this. So this is a video they made. Check it out. We're going to watch this. Have you felt the power? The mighty fighters awaken to new strength. New gallant heroes join DBSCG. Dragon Ball Super Card Game Zenkai Series Set 2. Fighters Ambition. Oh yeah. The movie Dragon Ball Super Superhero now joins the game. In his ultimate form, Gohan's strength is off the charts. The fusion between grown-up Goten and Trunks. Gotenks joins the fray. At last, Piccolo's latent power is released. Orange Piccolo is here. Not to mention Goku, Vegeta, and lots more characters from the movie. Get ready for it. Do you remember these historic battles? Zenkai this, series set two features tons of characters from this. past movies. Dr. Ghetto's computer develops three androids, and three Super Saiyans will stand against them. Gather your power and face the strongest, most vile android with all you've got. Look evil Namekian secret scheme. With his youth restored and the awesome power of his giant form, he makes short work of the fighters. The unleashed form of the most Brawling powerful Saiyan, Brawling, fused with the ultimate fighter, Gogeta. His transcendent blue power will decide the fate of the entire cosmos. And that's not all. Even more strong opponents await you in DBSCG. Look at those. Now featuring the characters like from 20 movies. Can you get them all on your side? And finally, the set will include special rare SGR cards that chronicle Gohan's training. Remember those? Five SGR card types in total. Set 2 includes more of the new Zenkai cards for heated battles. Zenkai Series Set 2 will have 292 card types secrets, with many new cards that homage famous scenes. Three SCR card types Four are right included. There. Details will be revealed soon. Every box of 24 right packs there, has an That's SR or SPR box topper. Also look for premium pack sets with four Zenkai Set 2 packs and this two on, PR cards. A great value. And don't miss out on the release event, featuring the Magenta Black Leader card and Gamma 2 Zenkai card. An unstoppable evolution of card gaming. Dragon Ball Super Card Game Zenkai Series Set 2 Fighter's Ambition. That's a mouthful. Check the official site for release details. Look at that, November 2022. All right. So this set looks great. It actually looks very, very good. Uh, looks like there's going to be a lot more than just superhero cards. But to add, we're getting this Gohan Secret Rare that's going to be in there. And that's... This card's going to be awesome. I will go out of my way to get that one. Um, now, there's two more Secret Rares. Uh, remember, we called it. We said that we were going to get a Gohan Secret Rare. We said it. 
Uh, I'll have to find the film, but we were like, hey, I bet you in this fighter's ambition, we're getting a Gohan Beast secret rare. Well, I think one of the other slots for a secret rare would have to be, I would hope that, I know it's a super long name. Um, I would like for us to get a Gogeta secret rare. We need a Gogeta secret rare from the movie. Um, and then I believe there might be a Cell Max or something like that. I think that's that's probably what we could expect. I'd love to see a Gogeta secret rare, Gohan Beast, and then, you know, the third one could be a villain of some sort. Um, I don't think you should put a gold piccolo. I think you can save that for another time. Orange piccolo, whatever. But uh yeah, just a overall it looks like a promising set. And I think it's a really strong set following Dawn of the Z, because it's like, you know, how do you follow Dawn of the Z? Remember what happened with Ultimate Squad after Dawn after Realm of the Gods? It was kind of like But Dawn of the Z. This hat, Fighter's Ambition looks pretty solid to follow up behind an, a God Rare type set. So uh, that's it for Dragon Ball this week. If you guys want to take a look at this card, it's on Discord. Um, looks, It's sweet. I love that they used the silver foil and then they got the blue hints to it. Looks way cooler than gold, in my opinion. But um, solid card. All right. That's it for Dragon Ball this week. Moving on to Greasy's Gaming Corner. Here we go for all you COD nerds. All right, so there was a COD release last Friday. I believe our uh, I believe our mod uh, Chase, Chili Dog Chase was was playing with uh, JT. I believe they went hard on uh, the new new uh, COD. So what I wanted to talk about today, dude, I had orange chicken this weekend. Great, great meal. Okay, um, Modern Warfare Two for the Xbox 360. I want to talk about the different variants. That you may find, and if you have the original game, go check this out. Let us know what you got. All right, so this is the variant guide for Call of Duty Modern Warfare. This comes from Wada Games. Remember last week, we found that there's a bunch of variant guides on their website now, which is like super impressive, very cool, super helpful also because it's going to teach a lot of people about video games so that there's, there's none of this like he said, she said, like telephone crap. It's just the facts. This is the truth. If you want rare, this is where you find it. If you don't care about rare, this is where you find it, right? It's just completely honest. And it's coming from the official. Like, that's great. All right. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. Go check your games, guys. Activision games of this era contain a three-digit part code. Starting with 206. The codes increment with each subsequent printing. The initial 206 release contained an error which advertised 2 to 24 player online multiplayer support. So that's the error that the back of your box would say, 2 to, 4, 20, 2 to 24 players. This release was quickly followed up by the 207 release, which is the corrected error to reflect 2 to 18 players. 208 and 209 part codes would also be released. So you have a 206 COD, you have a 207 COD, you have 208 and 209. Those are the, those are the variants, okay? It's important to note that the console pack-in release also has 206 part code and is technically first print. 
Those should be treated independently, independently from the standard retail copies. Standard retail 206 copies in factory sealed condition are proving to be incredibly difficult to find, which is evident in our most recent census. Okay? So if you find a sealed copy of Modern Warfare 2 that has the 206 part code, you have a banger. You have a good one. Um, and here's the populations that they shared. Look at this. They have one. Oops. They have one 9.4 in the 206 part code. 207, they got. They have 67 total variants right here. Oh, you guys can 67 total variants. The 208, they only have two variants. And then the NFR console pack in 35 variants. So there you guys go. Real short and sweet. On the COD, I know we have some COD nerds. Um, I played it. I'll always opt for Halo. It's just who I am. Um, it is what it is, guys. But that's it for Greasy's Gaming Corner. Real short and sweet. Something to learn. Go check your stuff. I'd love to see a picture of someone who has 206 shared to the Discord. Uh, if, you, if you do, send it. That would be cool. All right. Moving on to Gengar's Grabs this week. Here we go. All right, Gengar's Grabs, this segment all about you guys. This is our last segment of the night. Uh, these are cards that you guys bought this week and then shared it to the Discord, and then I ranked them one to five. Here we go. Number five this week, ATM, our buddy from Canada. Dude, I love Chinese food. Um, our buddy from Canada, he's got, I just shared this, he's got five UPCs right there, Charizard Ultra Premium Collection Boxes. Um, that's just high roller status, you know, it's high roller status. It's impressive. It's cool. Um, you know, and, and ATM just like rips everything alive. So that's awesome. I, I think it's really cool to have that. Number four this week, it's also a new product. That's kind of why it made it in. And I know, I know we had a handful of guys get UPCs this week, but I wanted to highlight ATM because he got, there's five boxes right there, which is out of control. All right, number four this week. We got Paperclip, a.k.a. Jake. Now, Jake makes it on to the top five for Gengar's Grabs this week because he needed a Black War Graumon pre-release to finish his Great Legend Battle of Omni pre-release set. So now he has the entire thing, and he just needed this War Graumon here. Um, again, guys, like, Collecting master sets is just, it's something that I don't do. It's something that I, you know, I'm just not, it's not who I am, right? I'm not a, I'm not a completionist in that aspect, uh, but Jake does it often. He does this stuff often. So Jake gets, uh, <laughs> he said Canada one, us zero. Yeah. Well now we're tied up one, one. There we go. There we go. All right. So that's just cool to see. Uh, first of all, I love Digimon. Second of all, I always think about tournament cards and pre-release cards. I all, I'm like. The answer is simple. If you want to collect higher value cards, pre-release and tournament, those are going to be the tried and true more rare cards than booster releases for the most part, right? Like Omnimon, double diamond is going to be more rare, but in some cases, tournament cards, you know what I'm saying, right? It's just very rarely will booster cards ever outpace these types of cards. All right, moving on. Number three, Matt from Pallet Town. Uh, Matt from Pallet Town is one of our newer members in the Discord, uh, but he just shared his most recent PSA return, and it's all EX Hollows. I was like, dude, that is sick. Um, he's got Swampert, 
He's got Kabutops. Uh, he's got Sneasel. I can't see. Uh, this is Evatel, I think. Uh, I'm not sure what that one is. I can't remember. But I do know that he got a PSA 9 and a PSA 10 right here. And I think this is an 8. And I was like, I wasn't sure if he bought those raw or not. Uh, but to get a PSA 10 on an EX Hollow is like super impressive. Crazy. And then he got a 9 over here. Crazy impressive. Um, that's like kudos to you. That's a really good job. Uh, amazing job. So Matt from Palatown gets number three. Um, <laughs> Canada, Canada won, us won, and Palatown won. That's right. <laughs> we might be getting a tie this week. We'll see. He's a tiebreaker. Okay, Matt, you got to tell us where you're from. All right, number two this week. Wiener Schnitzel, a.k.a. Eric, uh, he got his final Digi Battle Pack uh, sealed for his uh, collection from Series 3 to 5. So he needed this light blue pack, and this is the one I always tell you guys about right here. Um, a lot of people get this confused, and I think this is why people think there weren't color variants for Digi Battle, because there are two blue packs. One's dark blue, one's light blue. And they're very hard to tell. The only way you can tell is if you actually know that that's like the blue packs are like the dark blue packs are the kind of the color of this cardboard. So I think it's easy to tell, but you could easily be fooled if you didn't know better. Like if you didn't know that there were different colors, you'd be like, oh, it's just an error. Just kind of different light color. But um, these are actually different because of the serial number up top here, the item number. That's how you know for sure. Um, so he got his last one of series three. So now he's got series three. He's got the light blue, the dark blue, and the red. Series 4, he's got red, yellow, and green. And then Series 5, he's got his uh, red, orange, and green. So, awesome job, uh, Eric, doing that. I applaud you. you. You guys saw me open all my Series 5 last week, so I can't do it. I just can't keep stuff sealed. It's just, it's not who I am as a collector. All right, that's number two. That's a, that's a big collecting goal right there. And then number one this week, who's the champ? Card Habit, a.k.a. Skyler, bringing home the Chase Funko Pop from Funko's NFT drop, right? So Funko and Drop do like this NFT hard copy grail release, and they and it's very hard to enter, right? You got to get in line to get your tickets in a spot, all that stuff, right? Well, Skyler won the uh, Malthus... Malthus, Malthus uh, with Annabelle Funko Pop, and it's a grail. And he also won this. First of all, check out how creepy that damn thing is. Super creepy. But it's also he also won it on Halloween. That was the craziest thing. And like, I want to say Skyler's won like two grails on on this Funko with drop deal. Like he's done pretty darn well. Um, but they're hard to get. Like I couldn't even get in line when I when I entered to get mine. I couldn't even get a spot in line to buy one. To buy a pack. Um, but Skylar's done really well with the Funko uh, drops. The Funko Pop drops. However you want to say it. Um, but this one's really cool. Just to win on Halloween. Like he's going to remember this one forever. There's a story tied to this forever. Oh yeah. So this Grail is actually from an electronic pack that you would open. And if you got the Grail in the electronic pack. You could get a physical redeemable. Not only that. But the reason this one's cool is because I won it on Halloween. Like, he's going to remember this forever. Um, and that is just a sweet pop. That is, like, 
Crazy good pop. Yeah, Skylar's on our side. We win. America wins. U.S. wins. <laughs> That's two points for us. USA. Yeah. Yeah, Skylar's with us. But there you guys go. That's it for the top five this week in Gengar's Grabs. Congrats to everyone. This is a... I really like the spread this week. We got some modern... Modern high-end products. We got pre-release master sets. We got EX hollows in high grades. We got sealed vintage digi battle. And then we got a digital grail that also has a physical redeemable. Look at the variety in this spread. It's abs- this is this is like the epitome of the Poke Tower. Like, look, we collect it, we collect it all and at high levels. Um, so I'm really, I'm really proud to see this. I hope Matt. I really hope Matt is from America, uh, so we can just call this one a night at 3-2, USA, America wins. Uh, But that is it for the podcast tonight, guys. Um, Please like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already. Um, And if you really like us, you want to join our family here, join the Discord. It's absolutely free. Uh, You can click the links in any of of the videos. Any videos, there should be a Discord link. If not, send me an email at thepokytowerpodcast at gmail.com. I'll get you in. Um, last thing, if you really enjoy the podcast, you can support us by clicking the links down below that says listen to the podcast and then parentheses it says support. When you click that link, you can donate as little as 99 cents a month and that helps keep the lights on in the place, all right? <clears throat> all right, that's it for episode 107. I will see you guys for episode 108 this week. Thank you guys for listening. Go America. We won. We won Gengar's Grabs for once. We're not getting our butts kicked anymore. Um, there you guys go Uh, that's it thanks for watching I'll see you soon hit me up in the discord peace